Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, players? This is the Talk of Champions franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. Welcome to Franchise Player, a crossover podcast of the Ole Miss Spirit and Inside the Rebels. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter, and he's David Johnson at Rebels247. What's up, man? Happy Good Friday on this April 7, 2023, a football-filled week, recruiting-filled week. What's going on? Hey, man, it's, uh, it is Good Friday. You know, uh, Good Friday's got a special significance to me because, you know, that's, uh, that's the day three years ago my wife was told I would not be coming home from the hospital. And, um, oh, wow. Two days later, the tide turned and I'm still here. So praise God, praise Jesus. And, um, let's talk about Ole Miss. How was the week this week at Ole Miss sports? Kind of what's your overview? You know, it was a, it was a busy week. Uh, great on the recruiting front, no commitments this week for Lane Kiffin, but a very, how would you say this exquisite visitor list? Two five-stars came to campus this week. Cam Franklin out of Lake Cormorant. And then on Thursday, Jamonta Willis out of Picayune. And, uh, you know, my opinion, I think Ole Miss is in it with both of them. Um, Now, I will say this on the NIL front, you know, signing five stars is a a bigger hurdle than it once was. Um, You know, so... I think you have to examine those NIL funds and, you know, ask yourself honestly, you know, is there enough to sign two five stars? Because when you're talking about five stars, you're going up against Georgia, you're going up against Alabama, you're going up against Texas A&M. And and let's be honest, money means something. So, you know, that's the biggest question. I'm not saying it means everything to Cam Franklin or Jamonta Willis, but it's got to mean something, right? And, you know, that's the that's the extra angle we're playing with now, Ben, is, you know, we're not necessarily privied to all NIL discussions. So, you know, when you're making a forecast, doing a crystal ball, whatever – You've got to understand that. And, um, you know, it's hard to predict something when you don't have all of the information. If that makes any sense. Where do you think Ole Miss right now, is it better position for Franklin, Waller, both of them? What do you think? I think both are about even. I really do. Um, and, And that means Ole Miss is in it. Neither one of them has has removed Ole Miss from the equation. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot more talking, a lot more negotiations, if you will, that's going to be going on with those guys 
with about every school in the country. Other than Mississippi State, I think Cam Franklin and Jamonte Willis both are probably – It's the second time you said Jamonte Willis, and you said Waller to start. I'm shocked by you. Usually yeah. you don't have – Yeah, what's, what's, what's going on with David on Good Friday? I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing it. Jamonte Waller. <laughs> um, okay, so thanks for catching that. Um, I talked to Jamonte about Mississippi State yesterday, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was one of those – yeah, yeah, I, I got to get down there and see those guys. Uh, they still call me, that kind of thing. Somebody that's, that's one of those I'm I'm keeping them in, but I'm not really not that interested right now. Yeah, exactly. And then in Camp Franklin's camp, somebody inside his camp told me it was his belief. Cam has already told Mississippi State he is not going to play college football there. So. You know, so from an in-state perspective, Ole Miss is on top with both of those guys. But, uh, again, it's Georgia, Alabama, A&M, LSU, Tennessee, everybody else. Um, and they've got money to spend. So, you know, that that's the situation with those two guys. But still very promising. Both of them made visits to Ole Miss this week. Who do you think almost is in the best position for? Uh, yeah, I guess if you're asking me the next commitment, I would look at Tupelo defensive back Shamar Darden. Um, I was more talking about the other two, but okay. Oh, oh, out of those two, yeah, I would say um, I, I'd really say it's a tie, man. I mean, uh, Jamonta Waller is going to Georgia this weekend. Uh, I think Cam is pretty much done. With his visits, he told me there's a chance he'll fly to Oregon at the end of the month. And and what is it? What is with Oregon and Mississippi prospects? Man, Oregon works the heck out of Mississippi. It's crazy, effectively too. Yeah, I mean they they got the running back from Picayune last last cycle. Yep. Yeah, and um, you know I I don't know I've never been to Oregon. I, I'm sure the campus is impressive. It's in the beautiful wooded area of Oregon and you know uh, I'm sure Nike has uh, put their stamp all over the place yeah you say all these things but David it's that Nike money come on now <laughs> yeah yeah it probably is um, that Nike money so you know but everybody's got a little Nike money I mean Ole Miss wears Nike attire um, so I don't know but Oregon works Mississippi hard mm-hmm. and um you know, they're, 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 they're recruiting Mississippi. And I think it's an exotic location for these Mississippi boys to go visit and some of them fall in love with the place. But Oregon's not the biggest competition for Ole Miss for Camp Franklin, right? I mean, or, or even Waller, whoever it might be. Like, it's now, Georgia would, and Alabama. No, I would say keep your eyes on Tennessee and Texas A&M there. Wow. Okay. I really would. He's made several trips out to AM. The relationship is there. Um, Tennessee and DeSoto County is just something about the volunteers recruit that area of Mississippi very well. Um, I'd, I'd say look at those two. I really would. And with Jamonta Willis, I mean, I. I you just said it again. Oh, Joe, I did. Man, Jamonta Waller. Goodness <laughs> gracious. It's Good Friday, man. We're looking to the weekend right now, okay? Yeah, yeah Jamonte Waller, I'm going to tell you, 
I, I really couldn't, I couldn't pick out a leader. I just couldn't out of the schools he talked to me about. He's been everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, for me, I, I just can't, I can't pick, pick a leader out for Jamonta Waller. Um, so that's where it stands. But I do think Tupelo cornerback, defensive back, slash safety, Shamar Darden is probably the next closest guy to joining this class. No guarantees on that, but I've heard good things about him. Is there a number you think Ole Miss is working with right now? High school guys? Yeah, high school guys. 20 plus? Mm. I do. I, I do. I think there's been a shift in paradigms, if you will, that um, they, they, they realize. And I don't know if it's because they've watched Georgia or Alabama, but they need to find critical pieces in the portal, but they need to build through the high school ranks. And I think you're seeing that. I think, well, I think uh, for the longest it was Lane Kevin kind of recruiting year to year. Let me just put together the best team I can for this year. And that was the only consideration. I think he's thinking more long-term now. Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the things that kind of indicate that is, you know, they shifted Alex Falk into a role of um, relations director for high school coaches in Mississippi, Arkansas. You're seeing a lot more Ole Miss outreach over into the, the natural state now, Louisiana, and uh, Alex Falk, Suge, as everybody calls him, is doing a great job with that. I don't know where the nickname Suge came from, but it works for Alex Falk. Yeah, it kind of does. He's a uh, and 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 you know Alex is not a not a sweet guy. He's a nice guy, but I, I don't think of Sugar when I see Alex. But Suge works. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a Suge Knight reference. It has to be. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but that's okay. Yeah, you you got Google search. You can do it after the pod. Uh, as far as spring football. What have you? Uh, what have been your biggest takeaways from spring football practice this week? Yeah, the quarterback battle was oversold. Um, Jackson Dart is the starter; is going to be the starter, um, and um, that's how I see things. Halfway through, we're over halfway through. We've got eight practices in the books. I haven't seen Jackson Dart take a single rep that wasn't with the first team. Uh, Spencer Sanders is running the twos. Walker Howard is running with the threes. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean they're two and three. That's just how they've been running. And um, Dart looks better. He, he His arm looks stronger. His arm looks more accurate. He's more in command, more in control, more comfortable with the offense. I think he's done everything that could have been asked of him. And um, – you know, Lane Kiffin said Tuesday, yeah, well, Spencer Sanders, Walker Howard, they may not start to catch on until the end of spring or in the fall, you know, catch up to everything. But even if they do, Jackson Dart's not falling behind. Um, so I think the quarterback battle, we oversold the quarterback battle. I don't think there is one. I think there is a quarterback battle. I just think that uh, Jackson Dart wasn't taken seriously enough. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, because he got better, he almost got worse. 
But the only reason why it was a quarterback battle last spring going to the fall with Luke Altmyer is no disrespect to Luke Altmyer is because Jackson Dart was so bad. But now that Jackson Dart is settled in and he's returning into an offense that he knows and he did get better as almost got worse, it didn't matter who was added to the room, he was going to be a better player in the spring. So I don't think it's necessarily overselling a quarterback battle so much as it's just a testament to Jackson Dart. He's in a better place right now. Well, well, and the, and the bottom line is we expected a healthy Spencer Sanders to show up here and, and give it a run. And it, it's not for a lack of talent. I mean, but Spencer still is having shoulder issues. He's been limited in his throws. Um, and wisely so, as they try to heal that thing up. But, um, you know, he arrived as, as damaged goods. And then Walker Howard only a red shirt freshman. He's just kind of learning the system and he's comfortable where he's at. You know, you give Walker Howard a year to learn behind Jackson Dart and, and he's going to be extremely special. Um, but, you know, right now, I don't think Walker Howard or Spencer Sanders has shown the wherewithal through the first eight practices to unseat a much improved Jackson Dart. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, has a position group surprised you or anything like that? You know, yeah. I, I think the defensive tackles have, have surprised me. JJ Piggy's getting to play next to six foot four, 325 pound Josh Harris is going to make a difference. Um, Harris demands double team sometimes, which means Piggy's is going to go one on one with the guard. And I watched him yesterday put pressure on the quarterback from up the gut. And um, he's been doing that all spring. So I think those two pair well together. And backing them up is big six foot seven, 320 pounds, Xavion Harris. So you don't lose any bulk when, when a backup's in there. And yeah, I think those two guys, I don't think you can oversell it enough. The Rebels are going to be tough to run against this year. Yeah, that that defensive tackle group is one I was really paying attention to. And I'll be honest with you, I was kind of not skittish, but I, I didn't have the warm and fuzzies that Xavion Harris, who I love and think is going to be a really good football player in time, running with the first team pretty much uncontested. Like that's why I kept saying they need another defensive tackle in May. They need to add some competition to the room, not just because Xavion, like I think he's a good player, but he can't be the only one. And it's good to see no, Josh you're Harris. Right. Yeah. You're right. They need depth. They do yeah. need more depth there. I expect them to go after a defensive tackle. Um, but, yeah, that's been the biggest surprise. And then, you know, honestly, I, I haven't even looked at the offensive line much just because it's such a smorgasbord, rotating door. I mean, one day is Vic Kearney in there, the next day is Eli Acker or Quincy McGee and – and you know Jeremy James and Jaden Williams are on the sideline. And you know they won't be this fall. So, you know, it, it, it's kind of hard to get a, a good hold on exactly what John Garrison plans to do when everybody's back healthy. I think he's – of any position group and of any position coach in the spring, I think John Garrison is experimenting the most. Oh, he's got to be, absolutely. I mean, it, it makes you want to cry when you look over there and you see – Jaden Williams and Jeremy James in black jerseys both had shoulder surgeries over the offseason. Um, we, we know what both can do. 
So, you know, you need to get those guys back in there. Um, tight end has looked beautiful. Caden Priestcorn is everything you would hope he would be. And Michael Trigg, credit to whoever did it, but somebody has set Michael Trigg down and told him, hey, if you're going to play in this offense, you've got to block. You've got to run routes hard. You've got to catch the football. And he's doing it. He has been doing it this spring. Now, I'm not going to go out on the limb like everybody did last spring and predict greatness from Michael Trigg. But he's what you want him to be so far this spring. He had to have a good spring. I mean, he had to have a good spring last year, but we were talking about something crazy because of how good he was in the spring. And yeah. I, I don't know. It just didn't translate, and then he got hurt, and then the off-the-field stuff. But somebody – or multiple people, I guess, got into his ear and explained, hey, man, because I was looking at Pro Football Focus, and they were ranking the top tight ends returning to college football for next year, and Caden Priestcorn is number seven on their list. This is an NFL potential tight end. I mean, he can yeah. play. Yeah, and I, I think he's even better than that. I mean, you know, you were at practice one day last week, and we we're looking at him, and you're like, that is an NFL tight end, and he is. He absolutely is. So is Michael Trigg, and – you know, don't think Lane Kiffin's not putting both of them on the field at the same time because he is. And uh, it, it, it's looked good from what we've seen. And I think tight end is going to be a fun position to play at Ole Miss this fall. Yeah, there, there's no excuses this year for the Ole Miss tight end room. I mean, if it doesn't work out, we got to start wondering, okay, what, what's what's the issue? Because they have two good ones. And well, they, they – yeah. I got, not to cut you off, but they've got four good ones. Kyron Heath and Javante Connor, the redshirt freshman and the true freshman. I've seen them flash this spring. Those guys are coming. Javante Connor, the, the true freshman, looks like he's been in a college weight program for four years. I mean, the guy is built fast, good hands. It's going to be fun to watch the tight ends. My only issue with Javante Connor is not from his own personal talent or what he could be so much as like Lane Kiffin doesn't play freshman. Yeah, not much. Not much. You're right about that. And I'm curious if this year there's going to be a change in that way. And I think there's going to be. Um, Aiden Williams, I'm ready to see, and obviously Centarian Perkins. I want to see those guys come in because if they don't make it on the field, then we got to, we got to really ask what the heck is going on. <laughs> yeah, I do got to say this, though, because – Half our listeners are thinking this. Lane Kiffin played a freshman running back last year named Quinshawn Jones. Yes, 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 yes. There is an exception to the rule, but I think we can – I think it's, like, it's fair to say when you look at the uh, sum total of the players who have played predominantly for Lane Kiffin for the first three years, he doesn't rely all that much at all on freshmen. Quinshawn Judkins is the exception to the rule. So I agree, but then I could point and say, all right, well, Brandon Brown was a four-star. J.J. Henry was a four-star. Uh, I mean, there, there's so many guys at positions of need last year that didn't play, and that's concerning. So yeah, They weren't ready. Yeah, they, they weren't, weren't ready. ready. But whose um, fault is that, though? I mean, is that just on the players? I mean, that, it's one of those questions that we're going to have to start asking. If a, a team and a roster that's built to win now, but also – they're playing more for the future if those guys still don't get in. You know what I mean? They still don't see the field. Yeah. They're like, I, okay, I, what's going on here? Something sums up. I get it. But, you know, you got to give a kid's body time to develop. And, and it does. 
there is such a jump in a kid's physical body from high school to have been in a college program for a couple of years. You get that grown man spread and your muscles fill out and all that that you don't have when you're 17 years old. And uh, I don't care if you're a receiver or cornerback or whatever, it, 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 it goes across all positions. And, you know, you, you got to be patient. And, and in this NIO era, the kids have to be patient because a lot of kids are going now, if I don't play when I'm a freshman, I'm hitting the portal. And, you know, that's not necessarily the right thing to do. Hi, this is Kevin Kessinger, former Ole Miss baseball player, son of Ole Miss Hall of Famer Don Kessinger, and dad to Ole Miss All-American shortstop Gray Kessinger, and your local community banker with BNA Bank. BNA Bank has invested 125 years in our communities, and we know the needs of North Mississippi businesses better than anyone. As a commercial lender with BNA Bank, my priority is Oxford, and I'd love to help you and your business with any lending needs. Visit www.bnabank.com to learn more. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Ole Miss fans, the 2023 Ole Miss football season will be here before you know it. And season ticket renewals, it's time. They're due March 31st. Renew now by logging on to your account at OleMissTix.com. That's OleMissTix.com. Or by calling the Ole Miss ticket office at 662-915-7159. And excitement is building around Ole Miss basketball. And the Ole Miss ticket office is currently accepting new season ticket orders for men's and women's basketball. Current season ticket holders can renew starting July 1st. So go to OleMissTix.com. That's OleMissTix.com. Or call 662-915-7159. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So i got to ask you a question. All right, so Lane has signed a, what, nine and a half million six-year deal to stay at Ole Miss. Uh-huh. How much of that has to do with the sudden change in recruiting philosophy where you're seeing more high school guys being brought into the oh, program. Yeah. That's what I'm because getting at. I, I think that's a signal that he's locked in for the long haul here. Yeah. Whatever that means, whatever the long haul means, if that's three years, if that's five years, I think for the first time he is settled. And I don't want to say resigned to, cause that sounds negative. It's more like, I know I'm going to be here. 
Yeah. So I'm going to build this roster like I know it needs to be built for longer term success. I do think he was recruiting and, and really approaching game day Saturdays and how he constructed his roster and how he put together starting lineups based on how can I win today? And not that like all coaches don't do that. I mean, every coach does that. But when you're trying to think about it from the from the standpoint of I got to win because I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to win as much right now so I can go do what I want to do. Uh, it's different now. It's like, hey, look, if it doesn't happen this year, we're going to have this, this, and this for next year. I, don't, I never felt like Lane was really thinking a couple years down the road before until now. And maybe that's yeah. unfair, but I really didn't feel that way. No, I think it's a good point. And uh, I think it has a whole lot to do with how they're recruiting now. Um, he's not looking to, you know, go to a bowl game three straight years and take a job somewhere else. He, he is here and uh, he's got to build here. And I think they're, they're efforting towards building here right now. But Ole Miss football is not the only thing happening right now. Ole Miss basketball has a big-time visitor coming in, a transfer visitor from Georgetown. Uh, Coach Yo continues to do good work. What's been your biggest um, takeaway this week, not just from recruiting necessarily for basketball or other sports, but outside of football, which has got all of our attention seemingly all year round, what other big developments really caught your eye? Yeah, a big deal that uh, Chris Beard's bringing Brandon Murray in, no doubt about it. Um, Certainly wish them well in that endeavor. But, you know, something that's not getting as much attention is the addition of Carissa Richardson to the Ole Miss women's roster. As a freshman at Auburn this year, she started 27 games. She is a scorer. She is a rebounder. She's six foot two. They needed the height. And um, again, we call Lane Kiffin the portal king, but Coach Yo has really earned the title portal queen. She is uh, going out there and working her tail off and building another sweet 16 type competitor for this season, this coming season, even after losing an All-American in Angel Baker. Uh, you know, and, and they go to the sweet 16 after losing a lottery pick in the WNBA draft. Um, Yo is not. That's what's crazy. Like that, that with Shakira, they got blown out in the first round. And then yeah. without Shakira, they like rather than go, oh God, we have lost Shakira Austin, they just go to the Sweet 16 with another All American Angel Baker. And Madison Scott was really good. And, and, and look, Kennedy Todd Williams has a lot of the same qualities as Angel Baker, the transfer from North Carolina. And, um, you know, you put her and you put Carissa Richardson on the floor with Madison Scott and the other returners, they're, they're going to be a tough out again. And she won 25 games this year, went to the Sweet 16, got a double buy in the SEC tournament for the second straight year. She has done one of the most incredible turnaround jobs in America in any sport, period. And uh, most people love her. Some people don't like her. Uh, that's all of us. That, that's, that could describe literally all of us. <laughs> you're, right. you're right about that. Uh, I happen to love her. I think she's a great person. And, uh, you know, the other thing I think that we don't point out enough about their team, you never hear of any women's basketball player ever getting in any trouble. They do what they're supposed to do. That's a good point. And they win games. 
Yeah. And they're all good citizens. Well, so, I, will say, I will say, too, about Chris Beard. I mean, bringing in Brandon Murray from Georgetown, I mean, he played at LSU, averaged 13.7 points, 3.9 rebounds, and 3.2 assists per game last year. Um, he's not a true point. He's more of an off guard. And Matthew Morell's testing the NBA draft waters. What's probably going to happen is he's going to get his speed back and then come back for a senior year. Um, I'm kind of itching to see the first portal guy pop for Chris Beard. So actually seeing some tangible progress made with the player coming on campus of the stature of Brandon Murray, who can step in and start. Um, that's encouraging to see. And, and Coach Joe continues to do good work, and we've mentioned the football stuff. But for for you, who truly won the week in Ole Miss sports? Well, you have to pick one. If I got to pick one, I, I'm I'm going to go with Lane Kiffin, uh, just because of what he's doing on the recruiting front, um, and maybe it. You know, two five stars on campus this week, some other critical recruits such as Patrick Broomfield from Clarksdale. Um, he's making strides. And um, they're, they're, they're really whipping it up on the recruiting trail. Personally, I think they're winning the state of Mississippi. And I really think for the first time ever, Lane cares if they win Mississippi or not. It's just and his entire approach has changed. The way he – yeah, it, just, it feels different. It does. It totally has. I mean, you're back in the days of seeing the mid-level three-star that Ole Miss is probably not going to offer coming here for visits because the staff is welcoming them in. And I think that goes back to Suge, Alex Falk, and the connections he's building now with Mississippi high school coaches, because not only do you see these recruits here, their high school coaches are with them. Cam Franklin's high school coach was with him. He brought his family back in February on Tuesday. He brought his high school coach with him, coach Nestor. And, uh, you know, um, Jamonte Willis brought his parents with him. You said it again. Jamonte Waller. Oh, my goodness. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, I wonder, I wonder, like, what in your brain has got you stuck on that? It's got to be Malik Willis. You got Malik, Patrick, I don't know. Somebody, somebody, yeah. I mean, this guy, there, there it is. It's Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. Don't Jamonte do that. Patrick Willis is the greatest linebacker in school history. I'm telling you, five-star Jamonte Waller could make that kind of impact wherever he goes. Not Jamonte Willis, Jamonte Willis. The reason he said Jamonte Willis is because he's the next Patrick Willis. It was all a long play for David. That's it. It was like, I was, uh, I was, I was, uh, I was punning, but uh, not punting, but punning. Punning. Um, Jamonte Waller has got all the intangibles to be great. You know, I was talking to some Ole Miss coaches yesterday about him about where they would play him. And the guy looked at me and he, it was a straight deadpan. It was, I don't know, but he's going to make us better somewhere. Yeah. He's an and edge, it, man. Eh, he's an edge, but he, he could play linebacker as well. Jack, he could play that. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's vicious. He's vicious, quick twitched. 
uh, everything you'd want him to be. Smart. That sounds like David's guy for 2024. We always did. We did this all the time last year and the year before when we were doing the podcast together, picking guys out of Mississippi, just one guy to be Ben's guy, to be David's guy. I've already laid, laid down that Cam Franklin is Ben's guy for 2024. But, like, you're talking me into Waller being my guy, but I'm going to give him to you. Is he your guy for 2024? Uh, your dude? I don't know if I picked a dude yet. Um, you know, one of my favorite guys – is probably Patrick Broomfield, the cornerback from Clarksdale. But to be honest with you, I think Mississippi State has got an edge on Broomfield. Although he was on the Ole Miss campus yesterday, uh-huh. I know Ole Miss made great strides with Broomfield Thursday. But great kid. Jamonte Waller always answers his phone and talks to me. Cam Franklin, same way, um, which is unusual for or five guys that stature yeah you yeah. know that that is very unusual but anytime i want to talk to either one of them i get them on the phone it leads perfectly into a rapid fire edition of buyer silly you ready let's do it idiot get back in there at once and sell sell Buy or sell, we've been talking about Lane Kiffin this entire show. Buy or sell, Lane Kiffin is here for at least the next three seasons. I buy that, yes. Jamonte Waller, do you buy or sell Ole Miss being the favorite for him in the end or the landing spot for him in the end? I'm going to buy it. Ooh. Who's the stiffest competition for him? Probably Auburn. Friggin' Auburn. Buy or sell Cam Franklin landing with Ole Miss at the end of this uh, recruiting cycle. I gotta, I gotta call that a push, Ben. I just don't know. You can't push. You have to buy or sell. Just say sell. It's fine. I'm on sell. Right now, okay. For right now, he's selling that. Who's the biggest competition for Cam Franklin? Georgia and Alabama. I think it's Texas A&M. Yeah, you said that. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Texas A&M, man. When they like, when they lock in on particular prospects and misses, like McKinley Jackson, they just dump a bag. It's crazy. It's true. Yeah. All right, buy or sell. Jackson Dart has solidified his place after two weeks as Ole Miss's starting quarterback. Buy. Buy or sell that he'll be the number one quarterback by the end of fall camp. Buy. Dang. We said going in that they weren't going to name a starting quarterback, and they probably yeah, still they, won't. They, but you think, won't. Yeah. yeah, they won't do it. Um, but uh, there, there's no strategic advantage in coming out and saying Jackson Dart is our quarterback. Um but, you know, we asked Jackson his thoughts on it. He said, my thoughts is I'm the starter, which is exactly what you would want him to say. I'm a and big Jackson did. Dart fan, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I just love the competitive edge of that kid. Well, he's practicing like it's his job. Well, because, like, he could have come in and been all petty about it, you know, because, like, he got the, NIL, the big NIL deal last year, and he had all the attention last year, and he had an objectively solid year and got better as almost lost five of six. He was actually like the one or if just a few, one of the few positives of that team. As yeah, and I, I want to throw a caveat into that. People do heal and get better. That's true. And when Spencer Sanders is running the football, man, he looks like an all pro. Um, so if the arm gets better and I did, so, I, I saw him throw a deep ball yesterday. That was pretty beautiful. Um, I'm not saying he can't surge. 
I'm just saying eight practices in, that's how I feel. Buy or sell, Spencer Sanders starts at least two games for Ole Miss next year. Well. Sell? Yep. I'd still buy that right now. Okay. I'd okay. still buy it. No. I don't think Walker Howard is going to start games. Now, unless Ole Miss just shits the bed as far as schedule and then Walker Howard becomes, you know, the future. Yeah. Is that crazy? Like, I think Walker Howard, no matter what, is the right, – here you go, buy or sell. Walker Howard is the starting quarterback for Ole Miss next season. Not this coming up season, the year after. No matter what happens, buy or sell. Buy. Buy. Wow. He's the future. And, look, let's be honest. If, if – and, and I hate to say this, and I think we've been very kind to Jackson Dart – but if Jackson Dart doesn't have a year in which he feels like he can declare for the mm-hmm. NFL draft, mm-hmm. I don't think Lane Kiffin is going to keep Walker Howard stale on the bench in the 24 season. Walker Howard is the future quarterback for the Ole Miss Rebels. When that future arrives, maybe up for debate, but I, I think he's starting in 24. Buy or sell, Ben Garrett will be attending two practices at least next week. I'm selling it. Something's you better buy it because it's happening. Something's always coming up. <laughs> I'm selling. I'm buying it. It's happening. I'm going Tuesday and maybe Thursday or Saturday. I'm coming maybe, on Tuesday. Maybe Thursday. Maybe Thursday. I'm coming on Tuesday. I'm coming up to practice on Tuesday, walking around with you, you know, making my little snide comments about things. I don't know. When I was at practice the other day, I was really encouraged. <laughs> I mean, I was just being around ball. We, we were we were eating it up, man. I think that was like a good practice to attend. It was a good day. I mean, they yeah, looked good. That was a good day. Um, you know, the more practices you go to, the more you figure out it, it's the same it's stuff. The be- every it's day. the beats of practice. Yeah. How many times can I tell you Brandon Buckhalter caught a touchdown pass from Walker Howard or Quinshawn Juckins? Busted it up the gut. See, that's something I don't understand. And maybe you could explain this to me before we get out of here. Brandon Buckhalter. All right, we understand that he's doing that with the third team with Walker Howard, but he's making these these great catches every single practice. Yeah, yeah. How does a player like that then make his way into the rotation as far as evaluations from his coaches? Like, does he need to start getting run with the first team and getting reps with the first team for us to believe that Brandon Buckhalter's got some juice? Because when you watch him, he's doing everything with the third team you would hope he, hope he would do. He looks like one of the very best players when he's running with the third unit, right? It's Walker Howard and Brandon Buckhalter lighting everything up. So how does a player like that in the mind of his coaches and from a depth chart standpoint work his way up? Because I've seen this all the time with Lane. I mean, Braylon Brown was the exact same way last spring. He was unbelievable. And he really never got that run with the first team. Maybe when he did, he had his drops and stuff, and and Lane has a very short fuse with – or he did. I don't think it's like that anymore, but he had a short fuse with developmental types. But how does a Brandon Buckhart, like, when can we realistically say, after watching him for two weeks, do that with Walker Howard and third team, make catch after catch, an impressive catch after impressive catch, when can we finally say, you know what, Brandon Buckhalter might have something that can help Ole Miss next year? Now that's difficult to say because all we're seeing is practice. Right. We're not right. seeing meeting rooms. We're not seeing, uh, you know, his, his weight room activity. And that may be, and I don't know this, but that may be what's dragging him down. Maybe he needs to set up, pay attention, answer questions in the meetings, stuff like that. Um, generally, when a player is not 
getting on the field, particularly at the SEC level, it doesn't have much to do with talent as much as it has to do with trust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that, that would be my, my half-hearted answer at that question. But he's been one of the most impressive receivers I've seen this spring. Me too. And I've only so, seen him practice, but whatever, yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, I, I will say this. He's got chemistry with Walker Howard. So, regardless, Buckhalter's future is, is likely bright here. I, I don't know how we do it, but I think we've, we've stumbled onto something here. One thing we haven't touched on with Lane in really any in-depth way is pinpointing philosophically how players like a Brandon Buckhalter – like, what's their evaluation of those guys, kind of players? Like, and when do they get that trust level where they say, hey, let's give him a run with the first team to see what you got? Because you see that all the time. We used to see it all the time. Mario Hill was like that. I mean, we used to see this all the time. You know what I mean? Where a guy starts balling out in practice and like, oh, shoot, throw him in with the first team, and then he becomes a dude. It just hasn't been that way with Lane. Well, and there are a lot of opinions involved in that. You know, obviously, Derek Nix's opinion as a wide receivers coach, Charlie Weiss as the OC, Lane Kiffin as the head coach, they're all gonna they're all gonna put their heads together and figure that out. But you know, it would be an interesting process to um, to understand if there is even a process to understand. Yeah, exactly. As convoluted as that sounded, yes, that's exactly right. He's David Johnson, and this has been another edition of Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Ole Miss Spirit on three at Inside the Rebels two four seven. At Spirit Ben, at Rebels247. It's always fun, my friend. We'll do it again. Howdy, toddy, everybody. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.